Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's JD. It's JD. It's always JD. Every single time. Every it's me. Time. It's Michelle. It's occasionally a third person. Did you check out our most recent episode uh, with Eric Morrison from Time Bomb Pro Wrestling? I hope you did. I did. Uh, I listened to the whole thing, even though there's about 20 minutes where I kind of zoned out. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, that's fair because you also recorded the whole thing. So yeah. you were there. It's, yeah. it's fine if you zone out on your own podcast. Okay, good. I good. think. Then I don't feel as guilty about know. it. Uh, JD, sure. you're you're still here. We're at 100%, but are you still nine-toed JD? Yeah, it hasn't grown back yet. I'm not sure what okay. the deal is. They assured me that everything was going to be fine. I assumed that when they said everything is going to be fine, that would mean eventually I'd get my toe back. But no, still uh, still a gap uh, between mm. number three and number five on the right foot. Uh, I'm starting to suspect it may be there forever. Dang, I've always had my suspicions that you're a lizard, and now I'm disappointed to find out that they probably are not true. <laughs> Just the way that you like lick your own eyeball and uh, maybe sunbathe on, uh, sunbathe it, on uh, rocks. I, I kind of thought I was more like a you know like a like a fluke or a tapeworm or something like that. Mm. Like I was I was not just expecting my toe to grow back. I was also expecting my severed toe to grow an entirely new me. <laughs> you know, uh, so wait, know. like a tiny toe-sized version of yourself, though, or a no? Like it would version? eventually, like a full-size human version of me, just sprung from you know, like when you oh. cut a fluke in half and it just becomes two flukes. Okay, okay. So the toe yeah. that was removed would become a different version of yourself. I right. thought you meant where your toe was would suddenly begin growing, and instead of becoming another toe, oh, it no, would become no. another tiny version of yourself who's very, very mad about the existence that his life is. <laughs> no, it's just a simple reproduction through shedding body parts sort of model. You know? Yeah. No, it's not nearly <laughs> as exciting. I would prefer to have one of my toes become a tiny, angry version of myself. <laughs> How many toes do you have today, Michelle? Uh, I'm still at 10, surprisingly. Sweet. I've been Pretty doing cool. everything I can to lose them, but they keep coming back home. I've you dropped them off in the middle of the woods. Uh, a gallbladder. Hey, that's something. Yeah. I wanted to take it home, and they told me no, because it's considered a biohazardous waste. Yeah, the, they told upsetting. me... They told me the same thing about my toe bones. I wanted to make a sweet toe necklace, but they wouldn't let me. Yeah, I would have liked to keep my gallbladder in the freezer and just pull it out during parties and be like, you guys want to see something sweet? Because I once saw a girl who lost her leg and she did that and she would just pull it out and let people see her leg. And like, I wanted That's to be that cool person. Hilarious. I know. I would that love to be so that great. person too. That, that would really give her a leg up in relationships. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did you anyway, know? hello. Anyway, so, <laughs> Welcome. Uh, we... Welcome we to We Talk About Body Parts. It's yeah. uh, our brand new podcast here. You probably <laughs> came for horror movies. Surprise! Yeah, no, but if they've been is, here uh, a bit, they know. <laughs> they know the deal. It takes us a bit. I was watching this... the weekend concert, so I'm just pumped and full of energy. The weekend because there's the there's no E there. It's, uh, it. it's, the weekend. I don't know if you can... I mean, he says you pronounce it weekend, but he doesn't spell it weekend i don't well, know Well, i forgive him he's a beautiful we're man. uh so we watch shutter here at we watch shutter if mm -hmm. you don't know what shutter is shutter is a streaming service that deals in horror and horror adjacent films uh we like to talk about exclusives and originals that they have released every now and then we dip our toes into some other things but today 
Dip We're our nine back. toes. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. Ah. Dip our severed toes into things. Uh, today we're going back in the archives, uh, way back to 2016, uh, for a movie uh, that came from Laos. Uh, uh, in fact, it's called Dearest Sister, uh, made by Matty Doe, who Shudder tells us is... Uh, uh, Laos's only horror filmmaker and also their only female filmmaker. So, uh, I believe yesterday was it was International Women's Day, or am I a day off, Michelle? No, nope, my memory correct. has yesterday, not gone Wednesday, crazy. Yesterday, Wednesday, March eighth. So we're getting to uh, we're uh, uh, maybe a day late for International Women's Day, but just because it's not International Women's Day doesn't mean we can't celebrate women. And uh, I we've hate got uh, women uh, well, all days I, except I, well, March eighth. I'm mad about them. Well, I understand. You know, that's uh, <laughs> it. Kind of happens when you. I yeah. mean, I. Uh, it, I just hate I'm myself, hate. and that. Counts. I was gonna try and think of something clever to say, and then I thought, you know, we should probably just get out of this <laughs> hole before it gets even deeper. I love uh, being in the hole, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Well, but in the hole. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> We're about uh, to talk about a very serious movie, and this is how yeah. we. Eat. So, dearest sister, uh, Michelle, uh, what do you think about the description on the Shutter website? Is it too spoilery? Are we going to read it? Are we not going to read it? I don't like the Shutter description. I do like the IMDb description. Well, all right, so hit us read with that it. one instead. Do you, you want me to read it? Yeah, because I don't have it up in front of me right oh, now. Perfect. I, I, you're I am... far more prepared than me. Yep, I have so many tabs As always. open. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, a village girl travels to the Lao capital Vientiane to care for her rich cousin who has lost her sight and gained the ability to communicate with the dead. A shutter. A shutter exclusive. Exclusive. I had to switch back. Yes. Sure. Uh, yeah. The. Whoa. Yeah. Go ahead. I was, oh, I was, I was just going to say, hit me with your spoiler-free thoughts. And I was uh, just going to go off on a tangent about how the next several of these archives are going to be exclusive titles. We don't get into the original material until a little ways into the history of the service. But uh, anyway, okay. that's a uh, spoiler-free thoughts on Dearest Sister. Uh, well, first of all, uh, we do talk about how Shudder is, uh, is very much uh, for horror and horror-adjacent films. And uh, I got to be honest with you, uh, nothing's jumping to mind right away, but this might be uh, the most uh, horror-adjacent film we've ever watched uh, on Shudder. Uh, this is very much uh, kind of a, a, a is more of a just a straight drama film that has a couple of small sort of supernatural horror-esque elements. Uh, but otherwise, it's really kind of pretty straightforward family drama uh, with some some socio political stuff going on. Um, it's <laughs> I feel so bad. Uh, it's well made. I, I don't have anything against it. Uh, it's kind of long and kind of slow paced for my liking, uh, and never really gets into a lot of the places. Uh, that I think it does. I, I suspect also there are some things that happen in the movie uh, that to me don't seem like uh, uh, they would be the kind of things that you would use for the plot of a movie like this, but I don't know if maybe there's some cultural significance in Laos that I'm not familiar with. We'll talk about those details in the spoiler section so I can make more sense of that. Uh, but overall, yeah, is this is really, again, just kind of a, a straight drama with some supernatural elements. Uh, I didn't hate it, but it's just really not for me. 
Um, I don't feel comfortable uh, really evaluating it either way, so I'm just going to, you know, split the difference and go right down the middle, two and a half skulls. Two and a half skulls from JD. Uh, okay, my spoiler-free thoughts. I really did not feel like reading today. I saw this, I started reading, and I went, no, please don't make me read, and then they kept making me read, and then there was sometimes English, and I'd get excited thinking I didn't have to read, but then I did. It it. It had subtitles and that was very upsetting. But once I got past that and once I started getting into it, I was surprised. I actually got really, really, really invested in the story. Um, I'm not usually a drama person. I like horror. Um, Sometimes there's that combination between the two. And like you said, if the dead people weren't so gruesomely dead, this would Mm -hmm. not qualify as horror at all. But I got really, really into what was going on here. Uh, Like you, I know that there was some cultural stuff that I did not understand. Um, But despite uh, that, I still really enjoyed myself in a way that I did not expect to. I'm going to go 4.25. All right. So 4.25 from Michelle and a 2.5 from me is a 3.375 average. That is correct. According to the Wow, I did math fast in my head. Good job. Good job, JD. So that's uh, that's our spoiler-free thoughts on on Dearest Sister, um, uh, the second feature again from uh, the only female and only horror film director from Laos. Uh, if you are now interested in going to check out that movie before we dig into the spoilers, uh, you're gonna want to hit the pause button on this here episode of the podcast right about now. All right, did you come back? I hope you came back. Did you never leave? Cool. Uh, we'll take you leave. either way. Maybe I'm you skipped here. ahead and just very fortunately got exactly to the gap uh, when we get into the spoiler section. You're pretty incredible. I like you. Uh, so we're talking about Dearest Sister. Uh, Michelle, uh, do you want to uh, uh, do the, the thing where you tell people what happens in this movie? Or do yeah. you want me to do that this time? Uh, I mean, I like summing it up, so I'm going to call dibs on this. I am, hey, it's have the at it. one if, part of the podcast I like doing. It's the if only If you reason. enjoy this part <laughs> that much, I will be happy to let you have it for as long as you want it. Take it oh, away, man. Michelle. Listen to my hour and 40-minute summary when you could have watched the movie. Now I'm just going to tell you what happens step by step, shot by shot. Uh, okay, so there's a woman Just going to read you the script. <laughs> yeah, just going to... But slower. Mine is oh. the extended. Mine's the Zack yeah. Snyder cut. Oh, good it takes Lord. so much longer. Uh, so there's a woman named Noak, right? Noak, not Noak. Noak. Correct. Okay. Noak. Wanted to make sure I was remembering that. Uh, so Noak goes to care for her cousin, Anna, uh, who is having vision issues and slowly becoming blind. Uh, Anna lives a pretty glamorous life because she married a German white guy um, who had a lot of money compared to other people in the area. Uh, Noak starts kind of caring for her. Anna is not nice to her. The other servants aren't very nice to her. But uh, Anna, while losing her sight, begins seeing dead people and the dead people will tell her numbers and then Noke takes those numbers and goes and plays the lottery and uh, eventually it kind of comes down to Noke gets a little too greedy um, Anna finds out that she's stealing uh the numbers which she got from her dead mother and Noke told her meant nothing. So that's 
you know, upsetting that she was like, my mother said these numbers and Noak was like, they didn't mean anything. You lost the lottery. And, you know, that's a whole convoluted thing that out of context means nothing. But anyway, Anna was upset, kicked Noak out of the house, made her sleep with the servants outside. Um, then she comes back and she has had a surgery. So now her eyes are completely banded shut and her husband has to go away to take care of some shady business deal that he's working on. And Noak is supposed to take care of Anna, but she does not. She begins rearranging the house and not uh, cleaning Anna's bandages on her eyes and uh, just being awful to this woman who was awful to her previously um, and then it all kind of just comes to a head uh, there's a lot of back and forth uh, Anna's husband dies when he comes to try to help her um, and Anna looks off into the distance because she's taken her bandages, bandages off and sees a dead version of herself and Noak standing there because uh, when Anna sees these dead people it's right before they have died not after uh, and then she doesn't say anything to Noak about and Noak's like what are you looking at? And Anna's like, no, your business. And then uh, they just stab each other. And that's the end of the movie. Uh, okay. So you read that as they, they both died. They stab Cause I read it as like, I, and maybe I just missed something on the screen. Uh, but I thought it was just uh, Anna seeing her own murder at the hands of Noke and just, sort of letting it happen. I, I didn't, I didn't do you, was there something there that I, I missed? Do you think? I'm pretty sure that Noak's uh, throat was cut and Anna's okay. stomach was stabbed. It okay, looked like they were both, but yeah, again, well, and, and I could have been I think, not I, I think what gave me the impression that it was just Anna that got uh, got killed uh, is they do show you that shot right before the credits hit. Uh, it's a close-up shot uh, of, of Noak with her, her hand at her side and she's holding like that screwdriver or whatever mm -hmm. it is that Anna saw in her belly. Uh, her pregnant belly, uh, side note, uh, in her vision. But I don't remember them ever showing us Anna holding anything that could possibly be uh, a weapon. I, and again, them, I may have missed something. Yeah, one of them had a screwdriver. The other one had picked up a box cutter. Anna had a oh, box cutter. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, I I, I'm pretty sure that they stabbed each other, but maybe would, my okay. brain is playing no, tricks. Both of these are possibilities. <laughs> no, but I know that Anna picked up a box cutter. Yeah, uh, so that's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's basically the plot. And that, the thing is, is, yeah, this is, uh, there is, like, so much character drama going on here. And, like, um, I don't want to call it soap opera-esque because I think that, that gives the wrong impression about the tone and also the quality of it. Like, this is a well-made film. I, I, I don't have any complaints about it that way. Uh, I thought uh, it was really well done. I thought the performances were solid. Uh, but a uh, couple of things that, that really threw me about this movie. Uh, first of all, it was weird to me how the lottery was incorporated into this. And I don't know if that lottery game is maybe more of a cultural touchstone if you're familiar with Laos or, or whatever. But that just seemed like so, like is this, this story where like the lady is seeing ghosts and the ghosts are telling her winning lottery numbers. That almost seems like a horror comedy premise right and like that's like like it's gonna turn into something strange uh so that it was just odd to me um also uh and again maybe i missed something here and i apologize if i did um it like i they say specifically that noke and anna are cousins mm -hmm. uh but then she starts calling her her sister uh did yeah they, it, 
explain that in there anywhere? And again, I just missed it. I, I feel terrible that I might have missed a lot of details on this. No, that one, um, it was one that I had to pay attention to as well. I think it's just a term of endearment instead of a okay. term of family. Because uh, remember that no meets that guy who Anna's husband That's knows. That's exactly and what he I was going to say. Yeah, he also yeah. calls her dear sister. Yeah. I, I think it's just a term of endearment to say that this person is close to me sure. like a sister is kind of the impression I got. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than sister to us, meaning like an actual blood relative or somebody who is very, very close to you. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's a more a term of endearment was sure. kind of the impression I got. I think you you might be onto something there uh, again with that that scene you referenced. Um, another thing about this that uh, again was odd to me uh, is there's that you mentioned it just briefly, but there's that whole subplot going on where uh, Anna's husband uh, Jakob. Uh, is very clearly involved in some very problematic business. He's talking throughout the movie about how uh, they might all get in trouble, the company might get shut down. Then at one point he's talking about how they might all go to jail. And I thought, okay, that plot and this thing with her eyes and everything are going to dovetail somewhere and come together. And there's going to and there is no resolution to that uh, Jakob thing at all. It's yep. just there as part of the background for a while as as like a B story, but we never find out like did the company like what happened to the company like it and it never again it never re cuz you see that sometimes where there'll be these B side plots that don't seem related to the main story and then they find a way to bring them together. That didn't happen here. That was just kind of strange to me. But again, uh, oh, I was going to say I, I just uh I th- I'm wondering if you are somebody from Laos and you're watching this movie, if that doesn't seem as strange because it's like this white German guy in your community is odd enough to begin with. He's got these shady business deals. So maybe from somebody who is from that area, everything about him is just off to begin with. And to us, we're used to seeing like shady white guys speaking English, doing some stuff. So I I do wonder if that's um, one of the things that's lost in translation, even though it's the part that is in English about this because I also thought it was weird but I was like you know I'm looking at this from an American perspective I bet people watching it from like the country this was filmed in would probably view that differently and the English probably translates differently to them too where it's not as suspect (laughs) so yeah like overall again uh, it's a very well made film Uh, I I imagine uh, getting your hands on on quality filmmaking technology in Laos, I, I'm sure not impossible, but uh, but you know probably uh, 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 somewhat more difficult than here in the states. Uh, but no, it's beautifully shot. Uh, I thought the performances uh, were really great. Uh, I I hope the subtitles were reasonably accurate to what was really being said, but I, I followed everything okay, so I don't think there was a lot of gaps going there. Again, this is just. Uh, out again, out of all the movies that we've reviewed uh, for the show, maybe the least horror or or like it, it, even the supernatural ghost parts in here are they're not meant to be like suspenseful, right? Mm-hmm. There, there, there's never that energy in this. There is, uh, as you mentioned, they uh they do have a few moments uh where. Uh, early on, uh, we see things, and, and it's kind of a uh, you know the, the ghostly element, uh, and then later on, uh, they start to become more visceral and and gory and, and kind of aggressively injured and bloody. Uh, but uh, and so overall, it's just um, 
for what it was for me, it it it, it was too long. Uh, it was it was kind of slowly paced, and it's just not my flavor, right? So I I don't feel. Uh, that's why I wanted to go right down the middle on the score on this one because. Uh, you know, I always tell people that my, my score is, is more about my experience with the film than a judgment of the film's quality. And I feel like that, you know, I, I'm not the right person ultimately to be commenting on this movie in the first place. Uh, so, yeah, just straight down the middle, two and a half, no complaints, just not for me. Yeah, no, I can't explain why this hit the right tone with me, but it really did. Once I got used to I'm going to have to read for 101 minutes, which I just was not in the mood for when I saw this. I was like, please, no, please. I had such which a is interesting day. because Michelle, <laughs> uh, between the two of us, is the one who typically is way more uh, accepting oh, of, yeah. uh, of a subtitled movie and such, uh, uh, as I've mentioned before. Em. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I have I weird anxiety <laughs> about them. I feel like if I'm reading the movie the whole time, I, there might be things happening on the screen in the image that I'm supposed to be seeing, but I'm missing. Yeah, uh, that's why I'm but, taking uh, Spanish lessons so that I can watch horror movies without the <laughs> subtitles. I keep telling people that and they think I'm joking, but I'm not. I love watching Spanish movies and knowing what they're saying without having to follow along too closely. It's so much easier because horror movies with subtitles, like you said, they usually put the effects in there um, mm -hmm. as well. So like door closing and they're never on at the right point. And I hate yeah. it. Um, but I also usually accept it a lot better. Like you said, I just was not feeling it today. I was like, don't make mm -hmm. me do more work. <laughs> I've had enough. Yeah, I've like, had I'm enough. Done. I'm done. I'm gonna watch this movie, but I'm not gonna read this movie. I'm refusing. And I just covered that part of my monitor up with a piece of paper. Maybe that's why I liked it so much more than you did. What I will say about the movie, and I I don't know why exactly, uh, but I, it did make me curious to go see what else uh, Maddie Doe may have done. Uh, and this was her second feature uh, and now has a third, uh, I believe. Uh, but one of them, her first feature, which I believe is called something like Chantelle, uh, is apparently available to watch in its entirety, entirety for free on YouTube. Uh, and I think I'm going to go give that movie a watch. I don't know why a movie that didn't really work for me overall and is making me want to go investigate more from this person, but... Uh, I think maybe I'm just more intrigued by the idea of uh, a Laotian female uh, horror uh, director. Also, uh, because this movie wasn't quite so horror-esque, I do want to see if maybe some of her other work is a little bit more down that path. Uh, because uh, I thought what she did with the horror elements here was really well done. There was just so little of it, and, and, and it was just more straight drama. Uh, the woman who stars in Dear Sister also stars in Chantelay, so she was also, great. Yeah, uh, would like to, to also point out, you may have noticed we haven't mentioned uh, any names except the director, Matty Doe, and uh, to be totally frank, it's because neither Michelle or I feel like we are even going to be remotely close to successfully pronouncing these names, and we don't want to... Uh, sound like idiots uh, uh, and get everything. So uh, we're not going to even try to say these names that we don't know how to pronounce. Uh, I but no, I, I, I agree. I enjoyed all names. the performances yeah. here. Uh, I, I think I it's really important to get them right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's very important. Uh, I, I will say that I think uh, mistakes of pronunciation, especially in a language you're unfamiliar with, are a little mm -hmm. bit more 
uh, forgivable than other things. But oh, no, no, I'm on the same I page with you. Uh, again, wrong. also, yeah. mostly, I don't, I don't want to sound like a dummy. I don't know if somebody <laughs> in Laos is going to listen to this because they, they see the name of the movie and they're like, oh, what did a couple dimps from Fargo think of this <laughs> uh, this movie from our, our lovely country? Uh, and, and they then, will uh, find they're out. They're just like isolating the sound clip of us saying the names wrong and being like, we're so sorry. <laughs> right. Just like right. playing it for their friends and being like, listen to these dummies. <laughs> they'll uh, <laughs> they'll report us to the like United Nations dummies. and be like, these oh, people no. are banned from Laos. They are never no, allowed no. to come here. I, I like what Maddie Joe is doing and I want to see more of it. <laughs> please don't ban me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was All raised right. in Los Angeles. What? Uh, Maddie Doe was raised in Los Angeles. But hmm. then returned to Laos a decade ago. Huh. Well, all right. So there that, I am wondering, because she's from L.A., if that's how she got a lot of movie experience and why she is, like, single-handedly the only, uh, what was it, female director, female horror uh, maker. Yeah. Laos' only to... horror director and film female filmmaker. Yeah. So I wonder if she took some things she learned from L.A. and brought them back home. That was just an uh, interesting tidbit. I saw that she she's not from Laos. She's from Los Angeles. Or, I mean, I don't know if she was born in Los Angeles, but I know that she's yeah. from Los Angeles, and that's pretty cool. And now she lives uh, in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> so you don't want to sound dumb <laughs> mispronouncing these people's names. I like puns. But you will <laughs> say Los Angeles. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if uh, Maybe you want to go check out Dear Sister. Maybe you don't. Uh, especially for those of you who are... Uh, not so into the really aggressive horror stuff, but maybe you like uh, uh, good characters and, and dramatic stuff. You might enjoy Dear Sister. Uh, uh, Michelle definitely enjoyed it. So, I mean, that and it's got a pretty, what is it? Uh, I think it's overall like a four skull rating on Shudder right now. Yeah, yeah four skulls. IMDb at six, which, like we said, it's horror adjacent. But if I see something recommended as horror, and this is technically drama horror, um, mm -hmm. if it's more than a 5.5, it's usually a good indication that's worth watching because horror movies are rated very, very low. So if I see oh, yeah. a horror movie with six <laughs> or higher, I go, wow, that's probably a masterpiece that's because a lot of people don't like horror. <laughs> so for they're like, sure, oh, there's sure. a ghost in this. I'm giving it one star. They're very cruel to, Ghosts to horror are movies. Stupid. Although I will also watch the horror movies that are two, maybe three stars just because I hate myself. Um, yeah, well, so. <laughs> you, you watch an obscene number of films. I do. And I watched yeah. the movie that I told you I turned off in October and didn't want a name on the podcast because it was a small family production. And I watched it twice and I hated it both times. So thank you for yep. that. <laughs> you watched it. You, you, so you didn't like that movie? No, I didn't. But oh, we'll talk about that because well, they don't even know the name of it. For all they know, we're talking about Tommy Wiseau's The Room. And I'm like, uh, you made me watch Tommy Wiseau's The Room a second time. What a terrible film. Well, I, I guess the thing that surprises me the most about that is, I mean, I'm glad you did actually go back and watch the entire thing. But why did you mm -hmm. do that to yourself twice if you didn't like it the first time? Because I hadn't seen it in its entirety the first time. I had turned it off, which is something I rarely do. Oh, no. Oh, okay. So you didn't yeah. watch the entire film twice. Oh, no. See, I watched Yeah, that's what I thought you were hour. saying is no. that you went, you went back and watched the whole thing, and then you hated it, and then you watched the whole thing again. 
I mean, that's that's not outside of the scope of things I do because Cats the Musical, as somebody who is a theater kid or was a theater kid and absolutely loved Cats and was legitimately excited for Cats the Musical to become a uh, thing I could stream at home, I was furious uh, during Cats the Musical (laughs) and I was just just completely beside myself about how they fucked it up that badly and I watched it four times that week. Good Lord, why would you do that to yourself? Because I hate myself. Well, so uh, I'm we'll, like, you we'll know what? You've that. been awful. <laughs> you deserve to watch Rum Tum Tugger, who is your favorite cat from the initial cat musical. And you also love Jason Derulo. But somehow these two things combined is nightmare fuel. They completely ruined his song. And that was my favorite song. Rum Tum Tugger, he was a curious cat. When he wants outside and you let him outside, he's going to meow to come back in. That's how funny Rum Tum Tugger is. He's just, if you give him a mouse, he'd rather have a rat. But if you give him a rat, he'd rather have a mouse. Rum Tum Tugger, he's got some stuff going on. Also, they completely made Mr. Mistopheles just uh, insufferable. I almost said human, but I guess he's a cat. Um, Anyway, I want the butthole cut of cats, please. And I'll watch it four more times in a week. There's a cut of Cats the Musical where Dame Judy... No, no, no. Where Dame Judy Dench has human hands. They didn't CGI her hands, so she's got her wedding ring on and everything. (laughs) They sent it to theaters with human hands, Dame Judy Dench, (laughs) but the rest of her is is a cat. (laughs) Oh, so welcome to Michelle Watches Cats the Musical four times, even though she hated it. I have a lot of feelings. I, you know, they say like, don't believe the hype. And there's like an opposite, like hype train about how bad that movie was. And I wasn't on board until I was literally on board and on the trail track or railway tracks and being like, what size are these cats? Why are they so tiny on the railroad tracks? But now they're way too big for this chair. What is the sizing? Nobody had any frame of reference for what size these cats are supposed to be. Anyway, Taylor Swift was the only good part of that movie. <laughs> Her part was good. Have you seen Cats the Musical, JD? No, of course you I should haven't. Absolutely. Why would I do that to myself? You I should. believed the hype. <laughs> you should absolutely watch Cats the Musical. Uh. I'll watch it again. I've seen it more than four times now because I keep making my friends watch it. I'm like, hey guys, want to come hang out? We'll do some really fun stuff. And then I put on Cats the Musical. and They're never happy about it, but they don't leave. So... <laughs> <laughs> Again, what is it? That's like it's like your whole thing, right? Like you don't want to be insulting to people, and you 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 don't want to be rude, so you just continue to sit. Like, man, if I if I came over to your house and you repeatedly put on Cats the Musical, uh, uh, I would just get up and leave. <laughs> well, uh, the doors are locked, so if anybody ever tried to oh, go, God. <laughs> now it's Cats oh. the Musical forever. <laughs> Good Lord. We're going to learn the lyrics. <laughs> oh, well, aside from Cats the Musical, Michelle, <laughs> what else are we watching for the podcast for next uh, week? I'm going to watch Rum Tum Tugger again because he's how I had my sexual awakening at seven years old. This is way more than I needed to know. <laughs> way more he's than like the David Bowie of Cats. Anyway, uh, next week we get a new movie, but it doesn't come out until Friday. It's called Leave. And luckily for us, it doesn't come out till Friday because Thursday night we have to go sponsor some wrestling. Yeah, Time Bomb Pro Wrestling at the Sanctuary Event Center coming up this uh, Thursday uh, uh, or a week from today, I guess, as we record this. 
Uh, tickets, I believe, a few still available. Uh, just Google Time Bomb Pro and you'll find their website. You can buy the tickets there. Michelle and I will be on hand to hang out for that. We got a uh, new episode of the show coming out the next day. And also, uh, that episode, when it drops, will be our one-year anniversary birthday, whatever you want to call it, episode. One year of We Watch Shudder. We're going to watch Cats the Musical to celebrate. People who are well, off in listener land of don't might. know how defeated you look every time I say the word cats. <laughs> I was just, just uh, yeah. I, I was just sitting here just like, man, she's a, uh, she's clearly had some things on her mind about Cats the Musical oh, for a while. I'm just going to let her get no some idea. of this off, off her chest a little bit here. So. I was <laughs> really upset because I was one of the few people who was excited for that movie and <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> was oh, so all right. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll check out <laughs> Cats the Musical oh uh, movie adaptation. We'll see. Oh, what you're happens. gonna hate James Corden. <laughs> oh, I'm probably gonna, gonna hate, hate you for convincing me to watch it. <laughs> but you're gonna love Taylor Swift's part. She's the best part of that movie. She's a very well, it would be uh, the first time scan- I loved to anything Taylor cat. Swift. So you know, we'll oh, see how that goes. Oh, don't you even! I am a Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. We watch Shutter. We'll be back next week, uh, a day later than normal, with leave. Check us out at Time Bomb Pro Wrestling. Say goodnight, Michelle. Goodnight, Michelle.